Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. I hope you're having a relaxing uh, 4th of July weekend. And uh, if you're going to play with fireworks, be very, very careful. Wear goggles, wear gloves, or don't do it. Uh... I had an eye issue. You know, my left eye had a detached retina. And I can tell you this. You love having two eyes, and you don't really appreciate it until one of them doesn't work. This you can take to the bank. Don't blow your eyeball out with a firecracker. Okay, that was the public service announcement. Now back to the show. Brandon Weens joins us from beautiful Mead, Kansas, out in western Kansas, where he is a rancher extraordinaire. And I, I encourage you to, well, go to Good Life Guy. There's links, okay? And you can go to the American Wagyu Association and learn the basics. We're going to talk about some of that. You can go to winswagyu.com. Uh, if you just do a search for Wins Wagyu, on the first page that comes up in Google, down towards the bottom is an article from the Hutchinson News from earlier this year. And it's... Uh, it's a great place to start. A lot of good information there. And if you don't know anything about what Wagyu is and why it's so good, we're going to tell you. Brandon, when you did this, there's other people in Kansas that that, that raise these Japanese-bred, high-quality cattle. What was your impetus? What made you get involved? And, and tell us how you started. You know, food has always been a, a big thing in our family. And growing up, you know, I was always in the kitchen with mom, and I always enjoyed that. And so I've always been a foodie. And I think early on, farming and ranching, um, I think I saw either a documentary or some YouTube videos on Wagyu, and it, so I thought, man, that is that looks good. I gotta check that out. <laughs> so I I ended up going to a ranch in eastern Oklahoma that did exactly that. They were raising full blood Wagyu. And he grilled me a, a ribeye. And after that, I, I was basically dead set on, okay, I got to raise some of these things because it was so good, so good. And I just, everything that he was doing is what I wanted to do. Wow. And so that's kind of how I started. And that's you, how I got into it. And in that time, you were already raising cattle. And yeah. w- did you have mostly Angus? Did I re- read that? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were mostly doing Angus and uh so, yeah, we were already into cattle, and I, so I already knew cattle, and, yeah, well, that's where I got started. If I remember right, I read something about 
as you watched your your dad and and taking cows off the ranch and they get shipped to a feedlot or the the process of getting them to the dinner plate was yeah. pretty long yeah. and involved and that 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 drove you some yeah absolutely you know we i i added it up the other day and how many middlemen we worked with from from the sale barn all the way to the plate and it was something it was over 10 wow. it changed hands 10 times and not that i mean it's it's not i'm not down in the conventional beef system at all but i really enjoy seeing it through from the beginning to the end and being able to have that direct connection with the customer and just seeing the enjoyment on their face when they taste some beef that they've never tasted before man it, it's so cool it's such a i know it's got to be hugely labor intensive we know that we've talked touched on that but more importantly it's just all this shop local hoo-ha that's great and we like to do that this is the way to shop local this is uh bringing high quality beef to the table um let's talk a little bit about just what wagyu is and of course the word wagyu is japanese cow am i close and that's something like that yeah no you nailed it yeah so japanese cow and uh it's a hugely disputed topic in the culinary industry as a lot of people know the can you call it kobe beef is it wagyu is it what is it and uh so to clarify some things wagyu is a breed and kobe beef which a lot of people know kobe beef so kobe is a province in japan and to have kobe beef you really should be from kobe japan so i don't call anything i have kobe Everything I have is Wagyu because that's the breed, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not Kobe beef. And it's the same genetics. So a lot of the genetics that came out of the the uh, Kobe province there in Japan, I have a lot of the same. It's called Tajima, Tajima genetics. And so, yep. They're, the cows are different, aren't they? It's not – they take a little more care and a little more – hands-on mellow approach absolutely yeah they are very different and the reason for that in in the united states we've bred our cattle to be efficient which is good we've bred our cattle to reach an age that is ready for butcher at an earlier time and they need less feed and and that's not bad at all no. um, otherwise we'd be paying a lot more yeah but what the japanese do and have done for the last hundred years is they've bred solely for taste and the, the experience of eating Wagyu. They, so they breed only for the plate. Where, so their cattle are extremely inefficient. Where conventional Angus beef these days are getting butchered uh, 13, 14 months, somewhere around there. Um, my Wagyu take, oh, 30 plus months to finish. Wow. So they just grow slower. They'll they'll get the same size as other breeds. They just take almost twice as long or even more um, to get there. I think a lot of people have a, a maybe a slight misconception on how the meat gets the way it is. And yeah, of course, there's some genetics there, but you you do a completely different feeding and upbringing regimen with these beautiful animals. Yeah, so the goal with Wagyu is just low stress. And 
So we basically just pamper them from birth. We try to do everything right. Um, you know, different things like um, the weaning process. We just try to be as gentle as possible at the weaning process. So that's the least stressful time in their life. Um, and things like not moving them too much from pasture to pasture, just letting them be comfortable in one pasture for a long time. And um, There's just a lot of things that you can do to improve and just making that the life of that animal just as comfortable as it can, and um, it pays off in the end. And they're eating stuff that you you raise pretty much everything that you feed them. Yeah, yeah. So what we feed have a nutritionist that um, is wagyu specific, so he knows the the needs of this breed specifically. And we raise so we raise different crops, and what what ingredients that I need for my rations that I don't have, I'll get at my local co-op, which would be local to this area as well. Hmm. I just, it's so interesting. And uh, anybody who's driven through Western Kansas and past feedlots and uh, doesn't look like the most fun place to be if you're a cow on the way to the dinner table. Um, <laughs> and it it is, like you said, it's how we are allowed to buy decent quality beef good quality Kansas beef uh, at your grocery store for a reasonable price. But there's such a difference. And, and you know, I had had Wagyu before, and I thought, yeah, it's really good. And then I had yours. And we we fixed a regular steak, same size, strip steak from Dillon's. And it was good. We tasted that first. But the difference was phenomenal. In fact, it was, you know, you, yes, there's more cost involved, but there's more cost involved in getting it to your plate, not yeah. just what you pay for it. And, and and the difference was just phenomenal. And then talk about the why the meat is so good and, and the marbling and, and, and how that affects what you get to eat. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and that's, that's exactly why I raised Wagyu is to get reactions like that. I just love hearing people's story about eating Wagyu for the first time. But yeah, so the reason, there's a couple of reasons why Wagyu tastes so good. Um, and and one, if you've bought Wagyu in the United States, 99% of it is Wagyu Angus Cross. If you buy it from any of the major Wagyu suppliers, um, they're going to be Wagyu Angus Cross. There's just very few people actually doing full blood Wagyu, meaning a Wagyu cow and a Wagyu bull. Mm -hmm. uh, most people, they take one Wagyu bull and they'll throw it in with a group of Angus cows or any cows, really. And then they'll sell that as Wagyu or sometimes they call it American Wagyu. So the big thing of what I do, I'm my goal is just to have the best product and just have the best experience for my customers as possible at the plate. Um, and so... Because of that, I've gone the full blood, blood route, and we do also offer Wagyu Angus Cross as a uh, just to compare it. Mm -hmm. People can try both, but so Wagyu, a big thing in Wagyu is the composition of the fat, and the Japanese would say, "Wow, this this one tasted really good. Let's keep that one. Let's breed that one." And then they take the next one. And they say, "Wow, this one even tasted better. Let's breed that one." And naturally, over time, they've bred a different. Um, structured fat in the meat. And so that fat is higher in um, 
omega-6s and different oleic acid and different it's just got a different composition a much lower melting point so full blood wagyu fat will actually melt in your hands it's almost like butter and uh, so it'll uh, melt at 80 it's 80 something degrees where conventional beef is somewhere around 100 in the 90 upper 90s 100 so just the fat itself is is very soft and has a different flavor even so I mean, people know Wagyu for its marbling, which is which is, is marbled, but it also has a different, a more beefy flavor, and that's just because it's it's just different. And for those that are, uh, let's I started to say overly diet conscious, you you can't yeah. be. You got to take care of yourself. But if you're concerned about, oh, I'm eating too much fat, isn't there a, a difference in the in the the chemical makeup and the how the fat content is not as bad for you as if you were eating some other form of fat not from a wagyu cow yeah yeah the it's got a lot of monounsaturated fats which Mm. um yeah don't raise the cholesterol as much um it's still got a lot of fat and i mean just like anything you can't you're not going to sit down and eat 20 ounce ribeye well you might but. <laughs> <laughs> you you beat me to it i said who's not <laughs> no <laughs> but i get it uh, it's just like anything you don't and a lot of people a lot of my customers say man where i could eat i'll eat a 16 ounce ribeye of regular beef i'm completely satisfied with eight ounces of wagyu and just it's just it's just richer yep well we we cooked the the dylan's and it i think it was angus and and yeah. yours, and they were both about the same size, sixteen to eighteen ounces, pretty big hunks of meat, and we yeah. barely could eat half of each one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that, and it is, it's a satisfying experience. It's a, oh, it's so good. Um, we got to take <laughs> another break. Will you stay with me for one more segment? Because we got to talk about you how bet. folks can get your product. Um, yeah, let's do that. And I got to tell you one thing: when we were talking about the fat, and I'm looking at. The picture that I harvested off uh, online, this beautiful strip steak with some garlic and peppercorns and fresh sea salt. And and I'm looking at all that fat and the way you described it. And from my old McDonald days when we fried French fries in beef tallow, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm thinking maybe someday you and I need to hook up and you can save me a big bucket of fat and we'll melt it down and make French fries. <laughs> oh, I bet that'll be good. good. My yeah. guest today is Brandon Weens. I want you to go to the website. We're going to tell you how you can get stuff. Yes, you can order it. And it comes shipped in some really great uh, cold packaging. It, you get it right away. And it's simply Weens, W-I-E-N-S, W-A-G-Y-U, dot com. There's links at Good Life Guy. Coming up, we'll talk more about the product, what you get, how you get it, why it's worth that much money, and more importantly, you, you learn more. And then we'll tell you about the virtual tasting tonight and the wines that we're going to have that would be pretty fun with a grilled strip steak from Wind's Wagon. We'll be right back. Don't go away. It is more food, wine, and fun for yours after this short break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 